Take 5, a podcast by the Sporting Times Broadcast Network, starts now. Welcome in and happy post-4th of July. This is Doug Thompson with Joe Brunk. This is the Take 5 podcast broadcast, and uh, glad you're tuning in. Of course, we want to give a shout-out to our number one listener, number one. Uh, and I'm just going to go JJ, right? Because I don't want to give out his, his mm-hmm. name. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he texted me because he got an alert that we actually were redoing or starting up the podcast. He's like, that we yeah. actually put another yeah. podcast up. He said he was shocked. And um, but I'm glad he still he still tunes in and listens. He's, he's just a fantastic person, and uh, uh, it was fun to to kind of catch up with him a little bit. But Joe, it's it's um, we are in the heat of the summer, my friend, and that mm-hmm. means uh, I think we're in the dead period. We are, and, we are uh, in the dead period, and it's uh, it's quiet. It is uh, now. It's it's almost over. I believe it's coming coming to a close here pretty soon. I think the twelfth. Yeah. So, like I said, it's coming up here pretty soon, like this week. Yeah, yeah. So we'll we will be uh, back in it. Um, uh, we actually, I just uh, I I communicated with Coach Hood, Brad Hood, over at ACS, mm-hmm. and um, uh, he is actually going to be our guest uh, on the Sporting Time Show on WNKY, and so um, uh, he is. Uh, we're going to get caught up with him. Of course, we already talked with William Howard, and we're going to try to bring in uh, some of the coaches, uh, you know, between now and media day, which is August 7th. And, that, man, that's less than a month now. Yeah. Or well, it's a, month. a month. It's a month, exactly. It's a month now. Well, it depends on when you tune in or yeah. listen in. But, exactly. But, uh, yeah, so, and you know, an interesting thing uh, we were talking about last week on the show was the Golden Lions uh, do you know who I'm talking about? The Golden Lions. Is that the uh, the the Christian Academy that's uh, <laughs> about to be playing around these these parts? No, it, no, it is the professional soccer. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. Okay. And um, so they're in the playoffs. They are in the round of 32, mm-hmm. and that starts, I believe, July 10th or July 12th. And I think it's July 10th, but I was looking, you know, at, at some of the, the players that were on the team and there are several from Bowling Green, but they have some international guys mm-hmm. on the team as well. They're very, very good. Um, Taryn has seen them uh, play. Brandon Phillips has seen them play. They play at Bowling Green at the pit. And, um, but one name stood out more than anyone else's. And that was Aaron Ray. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so interesting, most of the players on that team, and it, it is an international team, most of the players on that team range in age of 18 to 26 maybe. Mm. Aaron Ray, 36 yeah. years like, old. He's, he ain't no 26. No, but. he's not. And he's a defender. Mm-hmm. So he's got to play – uh, play up against the the fast guys, the forwards, and and the midfielders that are making runs on goal. He's got to still have it, and I I really want to get him on the show to talk to him about, uh, you know, 
obviously the love of the sport is there for him. Oh, He's yeah. also the head coach of the Warren Central boys, boys soccer team. But, I mean, there is a big difference between 36 soccer years and 24 soccer years. Yeah. Right? I, I, would, I would think so. Uh, so uh, we're going to try to get him on, um, get him on our show here. And also, and, you know, the problem right now, uh, the week after July 4th and the week before July 4th, nobody is around. Yeah, everybody's traveling. You and I are working. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm somewhat I'm working, but you know what I mean. Um, so we'll try to get him on. But I'm, I'm super pumped up. You know, how was your 4th of July? I mean, did you did you light some sparklers? Did you partake in that kind of stuff? Do you like to do that stuff? We we actually didn't do any fireworks this year. We typically do. Normally we do, but this year we just we didn't really. We just kind of we laid low. I did some grilling on the 5th. I didn't do any on the 4th per se because it was on a Sunday and we were doing some other stuff uh with with family uh hanging out with the with the wife's family for the most part this, and that's, uh, this that's, past weekend that's still good yeah it's all good everything's all good <laughs> uh and then you know monday i i kind of just got to hang around the house she went in to work a little bit for a little uh, you know for a while and and i kind of got some stuff done around the house and then i was like oh i'll just i'll grill out you know at, at our place on monday night because i you know, got this grill for our wedding. Hadn't used it yet. Yeah. I was like, well, I might as well use it. it so I did. It, it worked. The food was delicious. Yeah. 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 I might use it again sometime. <laughs> well, I would. Just maybe. I would hope so. I yeah. mean, nothing like grilling out, you know, mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be on a holiday. No. You know, I mean, it's great to just throw some burgers on the grill on a Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. Well, after work. I don't want to, you know, give it away that I'm grilling Tuesday afternoons, but... I mean, you know what I mean. If you're inviting people over. Not, not anymore, Joe. No, no. There's not. Hey, you know, you've heard the uh, the old saying, happy wife, happy life. Mm-hmm. Um, not so much in my household. Yeah. Doug, 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 Doug. Yeah, I, uh, I put our house on the market. I say I. I kind of talk my wife into putting our home on the market. And she loves the home. I mean, she loved the home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it sold over the weekend. Yeah. So As a lot of houses have been doing here. But, but it was an emotional, uh, it was not a high five, we sold our home moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I mean, uh, I guess I got to look for a place that's got a dog house because I'm going to be in it for a while. Yeah. You know, and I just... I don't know. I um, I just didn't think that it was going to go. I mean, you just didn't set the price high enough, Doug. You could you should have bumped that up a little bit. That's what I thought. You gotta you gotta make it a, a oh crap number. <laughs> That's what it's got to be. No, it's just an oh boy number right now. It's uh-huh. like oh gosh, you know what what have I done? And um, it's just a weird feeling not to have a celebration when you sell a home. You know, it's like. You want to celebrate? Mm-hmm. And we were talking before we started doing the podcast, and anybody who's out there that has sold a home that, you know, you might be emotionally attached to or whatever, it, it's, you know, it's tough. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the way my wife is. She just, you know, loves the home. But I'm not emotionally attached to homes. I'm not. I mean, I loved it. It was great. 
Yeah. I don't spend any time in these homes. You you are away from the home a, a fair amount. Yeah. Fair amount. Yeah. And so, you know, uh, refrigerator, microwave, stove, a little yard. A little yard. Bed. Not the one that we had. <laughs> um, you know, so, but anyway, so, that, so my 4th of July was a little bit weird this yeah. year. You know, um, and, you know, where I live... Uh, it's interesting. They start sending off the firecrackers about June 25th. Yeah. And, and take it to August. And, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, and this is really not funny, but the EMS and the fire department, man, they were streaming up and down the streets uh, on July 3rd and 4th. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to be careful with that stuff. Yeah. You know, when I was growing up, and probably your dad, you know, sparklers were the thing can't really get too banged up with a sparkler. Mm-hmm. You can. If you sword fight with them yeah. and it gets out of control. Yeah, you can't yes. have a lightsaber duel or anything No, you with cannot. Them. But these days, uh, they're like little hand grenades. And you got you got to be careful. And so, you know, I hope all those folks out there that made the visit to uh, Franklin's, you know, community hospital are, are okay. It's just, it's just tragic. Yeah, I mean it's uh it's a busy weekend for those guys. It, it is. I can say. So. It is. So, I you know, I, I'm glad the holiday is over. And you know, right now we're planning the the Paul Great Prep Sports Football Media Day and we've pulled the shirts cuz every coach and every student athlete gets uh, a nice shirt mm-hmm. and we're working on the design. Um it's going to be August 7th. We are going to live stream it, Joe, as you know. And we are going to have a bunch of teams in. Yeah. Uh, the invites go out uh, Monday. Um, I'm gonna, we're going to send them out Monday, maybe Friday. Um, but if you send them out too early with coaches, sometimes they get lost in the mix. Mm-hmm. So, uh, And we'll publicize it on WNKY and, and obviously on our podcast and social media and so on and so forth. But uh, it's going to be it's going to be crazy, and then of course you're going to be at the helm again. I think this is your eleventh year covering the purple. Let's see here. Do you got enough fingers? There you go. I wish Wait, this was. I, on. I lost because you you talked and it got me oh, confused. Oh, I just now you keep going. My I, grandson I, I, can count to uh-huh. eleven, Joe, nope, without thinking about it. it. We need a we need some background Jeopardy music right now. It'll be my twelfth. Because my first was 2010. Wow. So 12th year. 12th year of covering Bowling Green Athletics. And you're going to be in a press box that you will not fall through the floor. Dude, it's big. And I know. It's beautiful. I mean, I got to see it up close, but from a distance. Like, it's that's going to be nice. It's big. There's a lot of windows. Um, It's going to be great. Yeah. Looking and, forward to it. You know, I'm so excited because we've got a uh, wireless system that we're implementing for purple football. Joe. What? Yeah. And we will have a, a wireless camera down in the end zone uh, this year. Okay. So uh, I hope there's enough space because you're going to have to have a producer doing the show now because you're okay. going to be toggling between two different cameras. Yeah. So one of the cameras obviously will be operated from above. Mm-hmm. The other camera will be a remote. But you still have to have a producer in there doing, yeah, you know, all of that stuff. So I'm pumped. I mean, we've been working with a third party on, you know, 
we want to kind of take it to the next level. Mm -hmm. And we tried some things, the Mid-South Conference, uh, I'm sorry, the region basketball, district basketball, with two camera angles. Um, but HDMI only gets you so far. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, it's, going to, it's going to be a game changer, uh, if I can use that uh, expression. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, so we're, we're pumped. Um, so we'll, we'll see how that, that works out. But, By the way, uh, folks, he's taking this news on the podcast. It's the first I've heard of it. Yes. Too, all right. Yeah. So I'm, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, because, you know, it, I think we got a little bit spoiled and not spoiled, but we, we, we saw the potential when we started using the two shot mm -hmm. in basketball, which mm -hmm. is easy. I think easier than, than football because unless you have a wireless system, you can't do football, but we saw how it kind of changed the dynamics for the viewers yeah. by seeing that two different camera angle. Um, so that, you know, that will, that will be fun. And then of course the, the second broadcast, I don't know where we're going to be for the second broadcast. I have no idea. I don't know if we're going to be doing Greenwood. I don't know if we're going to be doing any county schools this year. Yeah, it's uh, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, what I, happens? Yeah, you know, um, had a meeting with county and and uh, uh, the meeting on on the face of it was okay. It had to do with um, <clears throat> excuse me, on on having on charging media to live stream county schools events. Mm -hmm. And uh, Chad Young and I, and, and he's with another company, but uh, you know we're both in media. Uh, we're trying to kind of get the lay of the land on what is the expectations, what are the rules, what are the policies. And you know what we walked away with while I was in the meeting was, you know, it's, it's gonna, it's, it's a lot of money to broadcast a Friday night football game, to go to do a county football game. It's 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 twice as much uh, what we would pay KHSA, which we have paid for 17 years, um, to do a postseason game. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a lot. This is a regular season deal, right? So, you know, th there is no there is no evidence that live streaming is taking the hardcore football fan away from the game. I mean, there's there's no data that says we're losing revenue because you're live streaming these games. Um, I think we're, where you're losing revenue is that people are doing other things. Mm -hmm. There's just more things for people to do. And, you know, you go to an Alley County on a Friday night, they're packed. Yep. Monroe County, they're packed, right? Their fans, that's an event for them. Whether you live stream it or not, they're going to be there to watch the game. We live stream it for those people that can't get to the game, right? Grandmothers, grandfathers, aunts and uncles from other states, other parts of the country. Alumni. Friends. Oh, yeah. And they love it. I mean, Joe, how many times have we gotten emails or messages from people saying, hey, or somebody says to you in person, thank you, uh, you know, my mom and dad in Colorado were able to watch their grandson play basketball. Yeah. Right? And that's what we do. 
And, you know, for the past 17 years, we have paid every postseason fee for every single game, for every single school in our region um, out of our pocket. We have never asked a school to pay for anything for our company, ever. Now they want to turn around and, and, and charge not only us but other media people an unbelievable amount of money to live stream. And, you know, if that's the road they want to go down, then they can do it. But it's about exposure. It's about promoting for us a positive, um, the positiveness of high school sports and high school athletics and coaches and administrators, uh, ADs. That's, that's what we want to do. And uh, if it's not with county, if they're not interested, then it will be with somebody else. You know, um, we have a flexibility to do that. And, you know, we're, we're very proud and very thankful to have the relationship with not only the county schools over the past many, many years, but also with Bowling Green City Schools. I mean, Joe, it's been a great relationship, mm-hmm. and they have been very good to us, as have the Chris Deckers of the world and the Jonathan, Jonathan Vincents and the Jason Esters, and I can go on down the line on the county people, um, but they're not the ones that are making these decisions, yeah. and they have to abide by what uh, you know upper management dictates. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a changing landscape, and, and I think you know a lot of it – Honestly, it's it's not even just the the school systems that have been all of a sudden going. Oh, hey, we should start doing this. I mean, there's been organizations behind. I mean, Gates of Lay's been pushing schools to try to charge for video streaming right. since we started doing it. Yeah, right. That that's always going to be part of the struggle, and the schools just now got to the point. And COVID might have been what it was that finally pushed them over the line to finally say, okay, now we need to we need to try to recoup a little bit because we are losing money at the gate maybe not necessarily because of streaming but we're losing money at the gate we need to try to get some of that back and i understand where they're coming from and again like you said they're well within their rights to do so yeah it's just a bummer because we've had these great relationships with all of these schools in the years past and then all of a sudden it just kind of just flipped really quick on us and we're having to scramble and and kind of figure out what we're going to do and and thankfully We've been able to work out what we can with, with Bowling Green. So we're going to be covering a lot of Bowling Green. Yep. And, and you know, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to be able to to get to work with, with the Purples as I have been. Not, not much is going to change for me for the most part. But as far as figuring out what else we're able to do, it, it's one of those things where we've kind of got to recoup and kind of figure out the landscape a little bit because it's changing. And, and it's one of those... It, it hasn't changed in this way in quite some time. I, I think, you know, for the longest time, it was radio only, and that was it. And and a lot of times, Doug, when in this area, when the landscape as far as broadcasting has changed, you've been one of the main guys doing it, right? It changed from radio to, oh, now the Internet's a viable thing to do some but, audio. But they asked us to do that. Yeah, and, and you were the one that jumped up and, and started doing it. You were the first, really. And then some other people came along and started doing that. And then... You changed it again, changed the landscape again by bringing in video, yeah. and you're the first to do that. And other people followed suit as as you do. Sure. And now it's it's not us as the Sporting Times going in and changing the landscape. It's the schools that are setting the narrative. And again, it's within their prerogative sure. to do. It's just we're not used to that being the case. 
And so we're having to adapt a little bit. Yeah, it's a little bit, um, you know, I, I think I'm, I'm naive from the standpoint that I'm, I'm very loyal. Mm-hmm. I'm extremely loyal yep. person. And, you know, there is no loyalty on the other end. Yeah. I mean, there, there isn't. I mean, there, you know, it, it doesn't matter what we've done in the past or what we're going to do in the future. It doesn't matter. It, and and that's, the, that's kind of the sad thing about it. But like you said, Joe, they, they can do whatever they want to do. But I think, um, you know, it's at the expense of the kids. I mean, mm-hmm. it's the kids that are going to not benefit because, you know, when we go in and we affiliate ourselves with uh, a county school system or a school, we do home and away games. We do a lot of things. And that's not going to happen with the new setup that they have. They're only going to do local games, home games, and they're only going to pick one game a week. Mm-hmm. Well, there's four high schools in the county. Yeah. So, you know, um, we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm talking to some other uh, programs. I mean, we really good programs um, that we will fill in and, and become their broadcast partner. Um, and it may not even be in the state. If I, you know, it could it could be in the next uh, state just south of uh, Franklin. So, um, and it could be one of the other uh, communities that I mentioned before um, that we that we partner with. And one of the things that we're going to make sure is one, they don't have a current radio broadcast team in place mm-hmm. because that's not what we do. We not we don't go in there to try to replace anybody. Um, but you know, if they do have a radio broadcast team and they're interested in broadcasting and us live streaming and working with them, that's one possibility. The other possibility is if they don't have any kind of broadcast team, then, then we could go in and, and partner with them and, and do what we do. Um, you know, and there's, there's several third region schools that have reached out to us. Um, so, you know. We'll see what happens. I mean, it's it's uh, it's fluid, but we're going to do our very best to cover the county schools. You know, I mean, we we won't stop writing articles and we won't stop posting things on social media and highlighting these student athletes, despite you know uh, the circumstances, the current circumstances. I mean, it, it's what it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting. And as you know, Joe, you've been around long enough. Uh, things change they all do. the time. Mm-hmm. They do. <laughs> you know, so, you know, what what it may look like today uh, in a week from now may be totally different. Yeah, you the know, dead we, period we, could end and it could change completely. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so we we got a, we got a ton of stuff to do. Um, and we're going to be very busy looking forward to um, uh, 2021 football season. I just, I can't wait because... 2020's football season, even though we had it, gosh darn, you wore that mask and you weren't sure, and it was just, uh, it just wasn't a great experience for anybody. And uh, it'll be fun to get everybody back out there and get the fans in the stands and um, and get it going. And, and honestly, Mark Nelson over at Warren Central now, that is going to be a, a program that we uh, are going to continue to support um, last year, Joe, we did two of their games, live uh, video stream 
uh, Warren Central football, uh, not because, you know, they were a state contender, but because those students, athletes, deserve to have, uh, have they, they deserve to be seen and have the opportunity uh, to enjoy, um, you know, what we offer despite, you know, the record. It, does, it didn't really matter, uh, and it was fun to do. And uh, so, you know, with Mark Nelson, and you know Mark Nelson very well, um, Greenwood days and then on to South Warren, uh, if anybody can do it, uh, he can do it. And he's, got, he's just got a super attitude uh, over at Warren Central. Yeah, and we'll see if uh, if that'll translate to getting to. I mean, the, the the challenge has always been all these years. Doug has been getting the athletes to to come out and play, and and we we just haven't been able to see that part of it from that program in in quite some time. They've had some kids, and, and there's been a surge. It's kind of grown a little bit, little bit each year, but it just hasn't gotten to that point where like, okay, this program's back in full swing. They've they've always been kind of rebuilding and it and it's and it's going to be again this year because it's a new coach right and you know we'll see what the numbers turn out to be but you know man if they could just get that that first win right that really turns some heads and and you get some kids that buy into what the coach is doing and you get some wins and those kids then those kids become your recruiters it's not the coach that's going out and asking kids because when the coach is going out and asking kids, that may work from time to time. It works to a point and only to a point. It's when the kids on the team are like, dude, we need you to come out. Like, like the, hey, buddies. man, why, <laughs> come out and join us, man. We're having fun. We're winning games. Like, why wouldn't you want to come out and join us? That That's when your recruitment just takes off to another level and your program starts to grow is when your teammates become the recruiters and not the coaching staff. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, the peer group, I mean, that's that's what you want. And, mm-hmm. you know, I interviewed Mark Nelson uh, the the day after he was announced as the head coach. And um, he didn't – he did not and does not and will not talk about the record previous no. to this year. He does not want to go down that path. The challenge will be – 16, 17, and 18-year-olds, they know the record. Yeah. Right? And somehow, and he's the right guy to do it, you've got to get them not thinking about the record and just thinking about the future. And, Joe, I mean, you remember when Warren Central used to be, I mean, they were a powerhouse. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I know a lot of things changed when South Warren – you know, opened up, and a lot of the kids from Warren Central and Greenwood went on to South Warren, and it 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 set them back, you know, several years to kind of rebuild their program, and Central just has never recovered from that, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it's it's truly an international high school, which is it's it's really a fine school. I mean, I've walked through the hallways and the teachers, and it's it's a really good school, but they just have a very diverse a yeah. group of student it athletes. Is. It is it is a diverse group and and you've seen kind of the 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 layout of the success at that school <laughs> is a little different than what it used to be, right? It was it was football, basketball and you know maybe another sport here or there. Now it's soccer and yeah. basketball. Yeah. And and that's where you've seen the success for Warren Central here the last few years. It's yeah. been those two those two sports. 
Yeah, and, you know, it's just not, you know, and, and also you talk about the change in landscape. You know, the last eight years, you know, I've seen it. You go to a Barron County High School and you walk through the, the hallways of Barron County High School, it's a huge county school, mm-hmm. and they have some of the biggest kids walking those halls that do not play football and will not play football. They work. That's what they do, mm-hmm. right? They're maybe in, in the farming or whatever they do, but but they work. They don't play football. And so, you know, you can do the same. You can go through Warren Central and see plenty of big kids mm-hmm. that would be great for an offensive line or defensive line. That doesn't mean that they want to come out for the football team. And to your point, that's where the, the, the peer – um, not pressure, but, you know, just a friend saying to another friend, hey, look, it, come on out. You know, this we could have a good time. You know, hit somebody. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but, you know, I think the old coach, um, God, I just drew a blank. Um, Let's see. <laughs> how how far back are you going? Just the last, last, last coach. Just a, Why oh. did I just lose my train of thought there? I don't know. He wasn't a fan of me, so. No, well, Joe, we now that he's gone, <laughs> I mean, we can um let me uh Joe, you got to help me out here, uh-huh. man. You got to help me out. Nah, I don't need to need to do that. Uh, what's his what was his name? I don't Coach. remember. See? Well, one year. Thank goodness. I'm yeah. glad it's just not me that's nah, lost his mind. Yep, yeah, not I blocked him out. <laughs> that was uh that was quite He told uh, me not to talk about them, so I just forgot his name. Uh you did forget completely. his name. Completely. Yeah, you, I um, did. And I knew when I came back from vacation, it was about this time, maybe a, a couple weeks later, when you, uh, when I walked in the office and you said, "Hey, we got a." Hey, so uh, I made somebody mad. <laughs> we got to talk. I got I got somebody mad at me. We, uh, which doesn't happen often. Never. Like, like that's the thing. It's like I, and not that I'm trying to. Like it's not that I've gone out and tried to get people. Carrie Fowler. That's it. Carrie Fowler. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and and not that I've ever gone out to be like, well, I'm going to say this to get somebody riled up. Like I've never been the type of guy to just be like, I'm going to say something just to get a reaction. Right. But I'm not just going to sit back and just sugarcoat and make something up. Right. And and it's all on me. I put myself in the situation because I did the podcast by myself and I said, hey, let's just let's have some fun. Right. And do some just early reactions. We were like three weeks into the season right. at that point. And I was like, hey, let's just have some fun, and I'm just going to grade the teams as I've seen them. <laughs> I had seen Warren Central three weeks because that year we did their first game was on the road at Apollo, which we went and did because right. it was a Friday. That's right. Bowling Green didn't play till Saturday. And they should have won that game. So, so, and they should have, but they didn't. They, yeah. they lost at the end, right? <laughs> then the yes. second week they played at Western uh, as part of the, I believe it was the German-American Bank Bowl is what they had it that year. Uh, it was one of the, anyway, a local, so we, we covered that. So I covered that game. And then the third week there was an opening. So we, we had them three weeks in a row yeah. on the sporting times. Like I did play by play for Warren central for three straight weeks. I felt like I knew them as well as I knew anybody else in that season. And so I just gave my thoughts and, uh, that was not well received. And, uh, you yeah, know, but the it, thing it about it, it was that you complimented pretty much the entire team and you just gave them an incomplete on their special teams because they didn't have a special because team. Because they didn't kick. Right. They never and kicked. So, so you're like, all right, well, let's just give them an incomplete because you were grading. Yeah. 
and it was completely taken in the wrong in the wrong and come to find out when I went to Warren Central uh to talk to the coach and and uh, coach Hood the AD at that time um he didn't listen to the podcast he was just reacting from what a player had told him so you know, but you know, looking at their schedule this year, it's it's not. And you know, they take on Trig County first game of the year. Trig was very young last year, didn't mm-hmm. have a great record, but you know that might be a, a possibility to start the season off with a win. But then after that, man, it's um, you know, they're they're Greenwood, um, you know, it's it's not a uh, it's not an easy schedule. Then they got Allen County, Warren East. Green County, Thomas Nelson, a couple fifth region teams. And we'll get into, you know, more of the Green Counties and Thomas Nelsons uh as we get closer. But yeah, it's not a it's not a, a super easy schedule. Mm. Um, you know, so we'll we'll see. But one thing I think he did do is that he really instilled in those kids, you know, uh, a sense of pride in the fact that you deserve to be here. Yes. It, forget about your record. You mm-hmm. deserve to be here, you know. And Fowler did do that, you know. I think sometimes he he filled their heads with maybe some expectations beyond high school that, you know, may or may not be attainable. Maybe, but it's 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 hard to tell a high school student athlete you're D one, you're you're D one prospect. Especially when you you look around the area and you don't see a, I mean, you'll have a few each year, right? A few, right? Each year, it's not like we've got you know you look at like Louisville and there's you know you, you there's tons, yeah, you know right? Or Lexington, there's a lot more, but you come to this area and and there now there usually are at least a few each year. It's not like we go seasons without having. Some kid that yeah. will go D one. We'll have maybe a half a dozen. Like, we'll have yeah, yeah anywhere from you know three to five six. Right. You know, and on the good years we could reach the double digits. But that's been a long time. It's tough. That's been a long yeah. time since we've seen that. And so it, it it is tough to to come out and sell that. And and look when we when we did that last media day, and Fowler came in with those kids like. There were some people who were new to covering the area, and they walked away from that media day going, man, that Warren Central team, they could be pretty good, huh? Right. Right? Because right. he believed in those kids. And and that was that is always going to be the, the thing that stands out for me from him, if I ever remember his name the next time we talk right. about him. Right. right. Is that he, like you said, he, he you know, instilled that sense of you guys belong to be here. Like, you know, somebody was in their corner at all times. Yeah. Kerry Fowler was, was always yep. behind that team yep. at all times. Yep. And that that's going to be the takeaway from his era. Unfortunately, they didn't get a win out of it. Uh, but, you know, the, and the same thing we could say about, you know, Joel Taylor before him. Yep. Like, you know, that guy saved the program. Like, otherwise, that's there right. may not even be a football program there. Yep. They didn't get a win out of the time that Joel Taylor was there. But he went knocking on doors he to went, get kids to yeah, play. He went knocking on doors, and and he was also a guy that you know put himself out there, and, and he was always in their corner. Didn't get a win out of it, but man, he worked hard and he kept that program alive. And, and at that time, Joe, I don't know if many people know this, but when Joel Taylor took over, there was a concerted effort by some at Warren Central to get on social media and 
start the narrative that there was not going to be a varsity program, mm-hmm. only a JV program, yeah. and they really tried to make that happen because if it had, then the varsity kids could have gone wherever they wanted to go. Mm, yeah. And, and and that would have killed the pro- like it oh. would have been it probably would have been for the best for those kids initially yeah because uh, in the short term yeah because they get to go play at another program but it would have killed the program at Warren Central yep. and if you're willing to I mean if you wanted to burn the program down Do for it. for one group of kids then I guess that's your prerogative. Right. But I'm I for one am glad that that program is still around because there there's going to be kids eventually that's, right. that's going to roll through and they're going to want to play football. It'll and come it, back. It it'll, will. It'll it'll the pendulum will come back. And, it, it always does. And hopefully, Coach Nelson is the one that brings it about. One thing about Coach Nelson, um, he is a player's coach. Uh, he is one of the best coaches um, that I have ever been around and. You know, Brandon and I covered them a lot when he was at at South Warren, and he is a great communicator. Um, and you know, just like Coach Wood uh, when he was at Glasgow, right? He's a great player communicator, and that's what they need. They need somebody that can connect, uh, knows the X's and O's, but mostly connect with these kids to get them to buy in to the program. You know, and you know, he said when I interviewed him that, look, it, we're just going to do X. We're, we're going to do, we're going to start from scratch. Just, you know, we're not going to go out there and start running plays and doing that. It's going to be, this is how you block. This is how you tackle. <laughs> you know, just real basic kind of things. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm super excited, and, and I'm, I'm really pulling for them that they, they get the win and they, they begin to get that program back to where it needs to be. But uh, anyway, Joe, man, this has been fun. This yeah. has been fun. We've we've talked about a few things that probably I didn't wasn't going to bring up, but uh, I, you know, on the way into the uh, the podcast uh, uh, central office here, which this podcast studio is just amazing, <laughs> it's um, immaculate. Why are mopeds able to be on the road? Just question to you. Um. I mean, I got to take a driver's test. I got to, you know, do all this and all that. I got to get a license. And somebody's out there, you know, on 31W just tooling down the middle of the road with no license plate and going 15 miles an hour. I don't know, man. Why, Joe? I, Why? I don't know because nobody's going to pull them over. <laughs> you imagine a cop pulling over a kid on a scooter being like, hey. It wasn't a kid. All right, you imagine got, a cop pulling over a grown man on a scooter got, going, hey, dude. And I got nothing get against... Get a car. I got nothing against mopeds. I would like... Honestly, I'd like to have one myself, but it's dangerous. Yeah. It's dangerous. And it's like, especially like on a road like 31W. Yeah. Or, have you, you seen know, my wife drive? Scottsville Road. No. Thank God I, I was behind her. I, I can't say that I, I have seen your wife drive. I mean, I know she does. I just haven't seen it. Well... <laughs> If you see her pull over, I'm just kidding. Man. I'm just kidding. Yeah, she doesn't listen to the podcast. Listen, I'm in the doghouse already. It That's doesn't true. matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. Doesn't mean you could dig yourself deeper, do Like, what does it matter? I mean, I'm done. Just gonna be in there. I'm longer. cooked. Yeah. So anyway, man, this has been fun. Uh, we will be back next week, and then Joe, you're gonna be doing the podcast the week after that. 
um, we got to figure out how I can call in. Okay. Because I will be calling in from the big house. From the big house. <laughs> and you know, uh, you and I can talk. I got to I, I got to get I got to get some big house history, Doug, cuz that's uh what you love to talk about oh my when you get God. up in Michigan. Oh, it's just like it's it's yeah, so I'll be up there in I guess 2 weeks. I'll be up there. But uh, anyway, okay. Joe, good seeing you. Um I'm glad you're grilling out finally. I know, it's and, about time. Uh, and I need uh, to do more. Yeah, and look at let's get going, man. We got you know, we we got to rest up this week because next week uh, it's Katie Bar the Door. As I'm going out and meeting, I may even run a few plays. I think Coach Hood's going to let me call some plays for ACFs this year. Yeah? Yep, yep. I mean, I'm I'm not going to recommend that he let you do that, but, I mean, it's each his own, man. If he I wants to roll that die. I'm going to ask him. He's going to be on the show this week on WNKY, uh-huh. the Sporting Time show at 6 p.m. on Saturdays. By the way, um Man, we're getting some great numbers. Um, you got to watch it. I mean, Hood is – we got to do two segments with Coach Hood because you can't do just one segment. That's no. that's one question mm-hmm. to him, right? Yeah. But I'm going to ask him on air, right, tomorrow, if I can call a play and I'm going to pick out a game, if I can call an offensive play. And I'm going to see what he said. Yeah, I I think that's going to go well for you, Doug. <laughs> I think it's going to go real well. Listen, I <laughs> think, you know, based on the field position, based on the score, but the, here's the deal. He's got to commit to a time and a game. So he can say, Doug, fourth quarter with three minutes left and we got the ball, you make one offensive call because – I can't do it if it, if they're blowing out a team. Okay, if it's a close game, he can't say, "Well, Doug, I can't have you do it because it's a close game." Uh-huh. You've got it's got to be it's got to be all or nothing here, because I got some plays, Joe. I've got some plays that I think uh-huh. will. I mean, are they work. are they plays that these kids are going to know and be yes. able to execute? Yes. Like, okay. I mean, that's the thing. Yes. Actually. I will I'll Don't do be, better than that. I will take a play out of their playbook okay. and I'll make the call using their playbook like okay. number seven. That's what I'm saying. Play seven. Like, you need to like call a play that yeah. the kids know. Right. I'll be like, hey, here's uh you know, the annexation of Puerto Rico and run that. They won't know what that is. Well, I was thinking about that one, but I might say <laughs> I might say run run Kentucky blue. Hey, you just run straight. Run Kentucky right. blue. You run straight. Yeah. I'll you run a little you I'll run a little dog leg. <laughs> Right, and then <laughs> I'll get in the huddle and I'll do the old chess thing. Yeah, I'll do. I'll say. I know they probably call one of them Kentucky. I'll say run Kentucky, <laughs> but but instead of throwing it, I want you to do a quick pitch to Bobby, who's going to be <laughs> supposed to be blocking, and 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 go with Bobby. it. <laughs> anyway, Joe. Uh, good luck on doing the exit out of this podcast. Uh-huh. But thank you, everybody, for for listening. <laughs> JJ, we appreciate you so much uh, for also listening. And uh, I know Joe's brother listens, and um, uh, and we appreciate him as well. Absolutely. So, uh, and then everybody else that we don't know. So hey, anyway. all you guys, thank you very much yep. for tuning in to this week's edition of the Take 5 Podcast. And Doug's back to true form as he's walking away as I'm doing the closing. And... Uh, <laughs> 
Make sure that you're subscribed right there on the Apple Podcast app. And as I'm going through this spiel, why don't you go ahead and leave us a little rate and review. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, what teams we should be covering, and what stories you want us to keep an eye out as we get closer to the football season. Make sure that you follow us on Twitter at Sporting Times. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Sporting Times. STFanClub.com. That's your place to go for all of our uh, story write-ups, all of our game recaps, and of course where you can catch all of our games live or back in the archives there at STFanClub.com. You can also watch on our Facebook page. That's uh, You can watch our games live there and also on the Amazon Fire Stick Sporting Times app and the Sporting Times app on your Roku device. And Doug, don't forget, this Saturday, WNKY, NBC40, the Sporting Times show. You can catch that as well. Did I get everything, Doug? I forgot. I, I got it all. I, if you forgot it, I got it. So thank you guys again for tuning in uh, to this week's edition. For Doug Thompson, I'm Joe Brunk, and this has been the Sporting Times Broadcast Network and the Take 5 Podcast.